queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Where they they should uh, nickname Money in the Bank the shitster of the year because who Lord have mercy a whole bunch of shit got stirred up last night especially with the ending. Uh, all right, let's let, let, let's get the bad shit out of the way first, which is the ending. <laughs> Actually, honestly, I think the worst match of the night had the best ending. <laughs> All right. Well, the most controversial, I should say. Let's let's get the most controversial part out of the way, because you have seven men who bust their ass on their way into the Money in the Bank match, and then all of a sudden, Adam Pierce, who's going to be trolled a little bit for it because he was the message who who delivered the message, adds more like grants a spot to an eighth person, which ends up being Theory who lost his U.S. title earlier in the night, thank God. But Theory gets added to the match and ends up winning the match. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I know all three of us are very anti-theory. We've said it before on the show. So, Kayla, you were watching the show with me while Jolie was at work. So, your thoughts, please. (laughs) When he came out... um... When Pierce came out and introduced it, I was just like, okay, this is about to get real. Something told me it was something we weren't going to like. And he comes out and says, I am adding an eighth man to the, you know, to the match. Mom looks at me because I was in the kitchen where I was making us. We got like little soft pretzels or whatever, just to snack on. And I was making them. And um, he comes out. So I stopped and I looked and I said, is it, is this just going to be, you know, and not necessarily another Brock thing, but just the way to edge. I said, is it? Is it? Because, and then he says, theory. And I was like, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. And I looked at mom and I said, okay, at this point, anybody but theory. I was going for Omos. I was going for Sam Zayn. I mean, anybody in that match but theory. And then the fact that, um, Sean from Fightful I was saying that little kid had was behind him a fireball every time Theory climbed. Oh hell no, hell no, hell no. I think all of us was saying hell no, hell no, hell no the whole night. Smart kids. Uh, Very smart kid. Exactly. But I mean everybody in that match, you know, worked their asses off to get into it. You know, the fact everyone worked together trying to get rid of Omos and just different things, it was I like that match. I mean, I wouldn't say it was one of the best men, Money in the Bank, but 
everyone in that match except for Theory earned their opportunity to be in there. Everyone did. And and the fact that little weasel ends up winning the money in the bank um just irks me. And the fact he didn't deserve it. Everyone's saying he deserves it. He don't deserve it. But it's just the fact that Theory, you're young and you're gonna become cocky. Guess what? If you want Universal Championship, you gotta go after Roman Reigns. You want the WWE champion, gotta go after Roman Reigns. Still the same person. So either way you're going after Roman. But mom is making a prediction that and we all are gonna pray for it, that he's gonna get he's gonna hold it, he's gonna get cocky. And when he cashes it in, he's gonna lose it. So hopefully he's gonna be everyone's thinking he's gonna be number one, he's gonna be champion, he's gonna be champion, gonna be No. If you see how WWE is Theory is not champion material to be on top like that. US, maybe. Intercontinental, yes. But more speed for him is his 24-7 championship. So, um, yeah. Um, Theory coming out, it was a great pay-per-view, but that just, just kind of just spoiled it for me. So, But uh, Theory, you have not just one big problem called Roman Reigns. You have the Usos. I'll back them up as well. Um, but just a little also note. Let's say, for example, Summer Slam. Brock Lesnar somehow dethrones Roman Reigns. Guess what? That's the beast incarnate. He ain't gonna go easy on you either. So, yeah, you're not looking good for you. So, or Miz, won't you challenge him to that briefcase like you did, Otis? Come on. I'd rather see you be a three-time Money in the Bank winner at this point. Somebody, heck, Otis, challenge him back because you never got your championship. Somebody, take it from theory, please. Hell, hell, one person, I I posed that question last night about someone challenging him for the briefcase. Somebody mentioned uh, Finn. Finn, Damien, Um, that package that we saw last night that gave me Wyndham vibes, but it turns out it's actually bringing back Edge. Edge, come back, take the damn briefcase from the dude. Somebody, (laughs) I don't care. Anybody, anybody. (laughs) But above all, men... Thank you so much for working your asses off in that monument in the bank. I'm pretty sure you're all probably just sitting there wanting to kill theory right now. But am I saying congrats? Hell no, because you didn't deserve it. Oh, uh, Jolie, I know you had to catch up and everything. And it's like, but it, but you and Kayla were on the same page in our group text about um, him possibly failing at his cash in. Oh, he's 100% going to fail in his cash in because look at the people that he's going to be going against. But before I get to that, you do have to give him props. He actually had a pretty decent match against Bobby Lashley. And the Hurt Lock it, it is yeah. a fucking beast. So he he technically did earn. And But my issue with him winning is something that, you know, I, I see the IWC constantly bring up, especially women, you know, when they're going after Riddle, they're going after uh, Devlin, who now has a new name. Um like, you know, the fact that they have these allegations against them and they sweep it under the rug. And now you got McMahon, Vince McMahon with this whole fucking giant ass allegation that's actually most likely 100% true of the sexual misconduct, the rape and all that lovely bullshit. Um, 
so it's like you know you got all of that and that's like that's one of my biggest things with the whole thing is like they they basically just swept that under the rug that's why i don't feel that he should be right now quote unquote the face of wwe he should not be going in these big spots he looks like a giant fucking worm um i would rather see the worms from men in black two three and uh you know wrestle over him uh but i will say this and it's something that i did uh see online he is a natural heat heel he brings the hatred so that's something that we need so you know you have that that hatred that and a lot of it is you know well-placed hatred we'll 100 give it that Mm -hmm. and you have the fact that wwe has been constantly accused of not making stars yes austin theory austin white when he was in the indies was just like a flash in the pan this honestly they have made austin theory into a fucking star vince did it vince said you know what you said i can't make a star yeah he's got in the background but look what i can do with him and boom he is your number one heel in the company you know like how he used how Vince used to push Roman down our throats about five six years ago difference was with Roman that was a face he's doing it right this time he's forcing theory as a heel this is actually 100% done correctly we're supposed to hate theory I mean they tried to make him lovable with you know the way is a stupid lovable character but you know there's nothing you know johnny gargano can polish shit till it shines brighter than a diamond but unfortunately it's still a giant pile of shit vince somehow turned that pile of shit into gold he somehow has the midas touch and like yes we have the you can take the comparisons of roman and theory with the throwing down the throats and all the uh, the championship accolades but the difference is and Honestly, I would say this. I honestly feel that if a certain person was not injured, this would not be happening. God damn it, Cody. Actually, I was going to bring that up because it's like someone said, someone tweeted out last night that that Cody Rhodes, this is on you. (laughs) Cody's getting hate mail right now. But, you know, look, shit happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, don't go over there. You got to make do with what you got. But and, you know, we do need a natural heel to have the, the briefcase. Because and and I will say this, a lot of times, look who wins. Like we had two faces win uh, in twenty twenty with Oscar and Otis, and it didn't work. You need to have you need to balance it. It needs to be one heel and one face that wins the title, the, the title contract, Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. It works better when a heel wins. I mean, just because they're underhanded, they're evil. And now I have a little bit more vibes of uh, who the fourth member is going to be of Judgment Day. And I will get to that shortly once we get into it. Oh, yes, there has been theories. I I have been on the interwebs. I have been reading them. But so moving forward, um, you know, uh, theory number one, they're most likely going to have a title split sooner rather than later especially i think by the time of clash at the time at the castle because um if they don't have drew mcintyre win that title uh wwe better fucking run because they will bring swords and pitchforks out people 
Yeah, it's like that's one place you do not want to fuck with fans. Is no. the UK. No, you never <laughs> fuck with the, the fans in the UK. No, 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 no. So, you know, I don't like I could see him trying to cat like being sneaky and trying to cash in at SummerSlam and maybe like, you know, run it back like you know what Miz used to do, run down at now, never mind, you know, some bullshit like that. Hell, in all honesty, you want to talk about somebody taking it off from Champa. What you doing, buddy? You 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 were his lackey for a little bit. It's time to take what's yours. Veer, what you doing, buddy? Please. I wouldn't mind seeing another Indian uh, champion. And I think if we had to pick somebody, um, I could see Veer being the next world champion. Nothing against, uh, um, oh, my God. Not Kali. Gender? Thank you. Okay. I mean, Gender Gender has come back and props to him, but it's like Veer is the full fucking package. He is... He's like he's like if Jinder Mahal and Kali had a child, and he's that child because he's the best of both of them. He's big, he's like big and strong, and he's agile like um, Jinder is. So it's he's like the perfect marriage of the both of them. So I would love to see him become. But I want to get back to my favorite spot of the night, and it was in the men's Money in the Bank. That RK bro off the top of the fucking ladder, dude. That was awesome. And to me, that says he and Seth have worked their shit out and that Seth trusted Riddle enough to do that. I, you know, I wonder if Randy had any part of them working their shit out or because of the fact that he finally divorced his bitch of a wife. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, she was the cause of all the problems. Yeah. So am I angry at the outcome? Yes. I predicted Drew, but I also predicted Seth, but I was watching this guy and he does a lot of like, you know, takes on a AEWWE, but he was right when he said, you know, them putting Seth 2.0 cash in was very predictable. So this was something that was unpredictable out of left field. I mean, personally, I would have loved to see Sami Zayn win it just because I wanted to see him dismantle like the bloodline from the inside. I think that would have been fucking hilarious. That match uh, was not the match of the night for me. I'm sorry. The women's ladder match started the show and stole the show. Hands yeah, down. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Okay, so kind of wrapping the, this up here with the theory and everything. WrestleOps definitely agrees about a failed cash-in. Um, he's probably going to get too co- cocky and might try to do something at SummerSlam, but that's going to be a hard cash-in because that's a last-man-standing match. He would have to wait until after the match. To try to ca- to try to cash in on that one, but or, or uh, since it is the last man standing, he could do what Seth did. He could try to emulate Seth, and you know, just come down when they're both you know about to fall down and just interject himself into the match and try to be the last man standing. And then they're just gonna both get up and choke slam and f five his ass. That could work. That could work. But also, WrestleOps, y'all, you're both gonna love this. WrestleOps also tweeted out. No way Brock or Roman are going to agree to take a pin from Theory. Can't picture it. 100% agree with that because of the fact that Roman would rather put over somebody that has paid his dues. Plus, I'm sorry, they are setting up for when Cody returns for that showdown between the Bloodline and the American Nightmare. They're setting up that showdown. Kayla? 100% agree with that because... Like, I've known in the past, anybody, you know, 
would be more honored to take a pin, you know, to push somebody, but Roman and Brock, where they stand, especially Roman right now, like he likes this thing, he's in God mode. Yeah, nah, I'm sorry. He's just not going to lay down or get a roll of or small package, whatever you like to say, and just let Theory get it. I maybe, can I say maybe about five, six, seven, eight years down the line when Theory's got more up underneath his belt? Maybe, but mm, nah, no. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> and uh, just one more quick question. What the hell is Seth wearing? <laughs> it's like Ric Flair said, versus 70s and just... <laughs> my mom said when he came out, he's, um, my mom, because that's um, right when I was in the kitchen trying to fix our food or whatever, and mom goes, I, we have a problem. I said, what's the problem? She goes, Seth wasn't raiding Becky Lynch's closet. I think he raided uh, Charlotte Flair's closet. <laughs> I come, I come around the corner and go, uh, okay. But after he took it off, I did like his pants. I liked the color, and I will give it credit. But, bro, no, no. Apparently, he wasn't the only one that raided Charlotte's closet. What the fuck did Carmella have on? Oh, she was a fucking peacock. Yeah, again. (laughs) She stole from Charlotte's closet. The peacock has always been her thing. It's like she she took part of her old wardrobe, old gear, Money in the Bank gear, out of the peacock mess. I got, like, definitely Vegas vibes out of it. (laughs) Vegas showgirl vibes. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, now, talking about wanting to put someone over and give someone a passionate person their spotlight, the highlights of the night go to one blonde by the name of Liv Morgan. That was fucking amazing to watch. And I know y'all can't see it, but Kayla has her Liv Morgan Morgan shirt on in celebration. She wins money in the bank, and then... That night after the Ronda and Natalia match was wasn't that great. The worst. Um, the worst that, that that's why I gave the the show an eight out of ten because that match. I'm sorry, I love Natty to death, but she was the reason why that match sucked. I'm sorry, she just wrestles too slow. I, I feel like if it was like a Shayna or Becky or even Charlotte again, if you have faster paced match but you know they want they're going to make it a submission match they should have just made it a fucking submission match so we would have realized it was going to be a slow fucking match we could have gone to the bathroom dropped the deuce and came back with food i mean that's basically but okay (laughs) but i mean like that's that 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 match shit the bed yeah That, that match you know was just everything was so fucking hype you know, you had the Usos uh, and Street Profits. You had almost, not almost, Lashley and Theory. You had the women's match. And then you've got this match. <laughs> Give me Shayna. Give me Shayna versus Ronda. And now you know that Shayna will probably be the first one that comes for her, but, you know. All right. Well, Steffi Hypes, who was at Money in the Bank last night, tweeted out, according to Ronda Rousey's photographer, Ronda demanded the title be given to the most passionate pro wrestler, Liv Morgan. And then there was another one that said, 
uh, respected Ronda Rousey, who never wanted or asked to be champion and demanded the most passionate pro wrestler be awarded the most prestigious title in our industry. <sighs> and then he had somebody say, oh, well, that's just fucking stupid. Oh, fucking idiots. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Go ahead, Jolly. Lay it out. On, like I said, watching live, uh, I did see that somebody was streaming it on Twitter. And like I said, work was slow yesterday, so I was able to watch it. And well, number one, I had 2018 flashbacks for Becky. Sorry, Bex. And her temper tantrum afterwards. I love that. We'll get to that. Let me, we'll get to that in a second. But seeing Liv win and then you see Ruby Riot and all these people coming out and, and support of her and being happy for her. You know, everything just, it just felt right in that moment. And I, I was absolutely happy. And then seeing her come down and challenge Rhonda and get the pin and seeing Rhonda lift her arm up and her hand up and the whole crowd just going nuts and Rhonda being gracious. Uh, this is a, a completely different Rhonda Rousey than the last time she was here. She's a very, very gracious winner. Um, and I feel that she has definitely stepped up her game, but despite the fact that the bed that match hit the bed beforehand, but you know, with the kick to the, the the thigh and the stomach dropping her, it was it was perfectly done. And there is nobody that is more deserving than Liv at this moment. I, I just feel that you know it has been a long time coming, and just seeing all the love that she's been getting online, it's absolutely perfect. And I do hope they give her a better uh, title run than they did. Uh, Nikki A.S.H. Yeah, because that one like didn't even last two months, I think. No, it didn't. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Kayla? Um, I will admit um, I cried twice in uh, one night because of Love Morgan. Uh, um, the fact that she um, in the Money in the Bank match the fact when she was on the ladder up there with Becky and when Becky pushed that ladder and she put her foot on the rope, I told mom, I said, this is it. She mm-hmm. swung back, knocked Becky off, jumped on the other and climbed up and got that briefcase. And I had never been so happy in my life. I was so happy for her. And then when they were interviewing her backstage and she's, I just want to celebrate, um, you know, and just enjoy it. And I'm thinking, okay, well do that, you know, take your time. Don't rush into it. And then, you know, obviously we stated that Natty and Rhonda's match, mom and I got bored. We were on our phones halfway th- uh, during that match. We were, you know, I, it just wasn't exciting. Like, you know, Julie stated, it wasn't exciting at all. Trust me. Um, but the fact when Rhonda was laying, was leaning on the ropes, like you could tell her leg was hurting her and Liv's music starts and you you hear her, she just mouth shit and Liv runs down and she's cashing in, you know, the way she was jumping and, you know, hype. And mom says when she put her in the leg, um, ankle lock. Yes. I don't know why I keep calling it something else. Put her in the ankle lock. My mom goes, that's it. She failed. I said, no. I, I just kept saying, come on, Liv. Come on. This is it. This is your moment. And then when she turned around, kicked her, rolled her up, and got the pin, 
the tear and you know just hearing that she was new smackdown women's champion you know i felt the tears again and i was so happy for her i am in the respect that she got from ronda rousey mm-hmm. and the crowd went crazy you know and it was the little clip the clip of her cashing in and winning that match pat mcafee posted it so I retweeted it and I keep watching it over and over again because <laughs> I'm just I'm just so ex- happy for her. I'm excited. Finally, well deserved. You know, ever since she was part of NXT, I loved her in NXT. She never got that opportunity, and now that she can actually call herself a women's champion, you know, makes it absolutely, you know, well worth for the women's division. Um, mm-hmm. I am so happy for her. Hope she has a great run. Um. But Liv, just to let you know, sweetie, congratulations. I am so proud of you. You deserved it now that you're on top of the food chain. You got the piranhas coming after you now. So that's the only thing about being champion. All the piranhas come after you next. Um, Right. but, But continue to fight and, you know, fight to the top. Continue to show that you deserve to be champion. Um. And like Jolie said, all the love that she got, Ruby, Sarah, I even mm-hmm. think I saw something from Thunder Rosa. I mean, just different people coming together through wrestling community, congratulating her. Kevin Owens, hell fucking yeah, was Kevin, <laughs> Kevin got excited, you know, just Bailey. Bailey was excited. Bailey was rooting for her. And she's like, mm-hmm. and she posted, Bailey posted, I always get what I want. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's just, Everybody, you know, fans, you know, and stuff like that, you know, and the fact it was just awesome. And then the pictures of her and Bianca posing together backstage. Bianca was sweet. So it's live. This is your moment. You only live once and you prove that win money in the bank and um, you became champion. And I want to say congratulations. You technically broke a lot of history making moments last night. You won Money in the Bank. You um, also became the fifth person ever to win Money in the Bank and cash it in the same night, become champion, and you're the third woman to do so. So congratulations. As a fan, I am so happy. Just And I told mom last night, I said, this moment happened. I said, I'm probably going to cry one more time. She says, what do you mean? <laughs> I said, think about it and we'll jump over to AEW real quick and she says what do you mean you're gonna cry I said well after her loss on Rampage on Friday night that drops Nyla Rose down from number one contender down oh number two right now is Chris Statlander um, new rankings come out she should go up to number one she should so the moment that she gets her championship, rather as Jade, probably be Jade. Hell yeah, I'll be happy because she deserved it. She you got it. Ball so your yeah. eyes out. So that's gonna be another ball in my eyes out. The day that match happens, I don't want no spoilers, no nothing. I don't care how much you're chomping at the bit, people. <laughs> we'll stay I, away from social media that day. You, you I, do realize that the only person I would actually be watching that is that one. I will not touch that with a ten foot pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, we know. Yeah, we know. Okay. But- I got I got one more history making uh fact to put in about Liv. She's the first one outside of the four horsewomen to beat Rhonda. Yeah. I saw that on Twitter. Yep. 
Yep. And also to the people bitching that the women cash in too fast. I'm sorry that they're smarter than most men. Exactly. It's like they're, it's like they're, they are absolutely perfect on their cash in so far. Now what's next for Liv Morgan? I don't see how this happens, but our infamous, the most infamous Mr. Meltzer said that he heard the plan for right now for uh, SummerSlam with Liv Morgan is Ronda Rousey. I don't get it. Well, because Ronda would want a rematch. Okay, but it's like how they left the match last night, plus Ronda limping out of there. So it's like... Look, Ronda... This this could be a heel turn for Ronda. I've heard that. Okay. So this could be like, you know, yeah, I gave you your respect that night. You you played it the way that you're supposed to. However, I want a fair fight. And, you know, I this is why I think and feel that the fourth and final member of Judgment Day is gonna be Liv Morgan. Okay. No, 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 listen. She was she was doing Rhea's pose at the house shows. She's been dropping subtle hints. This and how she rolled up and how she rolled up was just like Rhea. Tell me that does not just make the little conspiracy theories. Could she be the fourth and final member? But she'd have to be on a different show now. Judgment it's Day. Judgment Day could still make the jump. The, they could jump all of them over to SmackDown. Okay. Let's say that they do it for... They, they're they're going to do the shake-up at SummerSlam after SummerSlam, right? That's when they normally do the shake-up. Think about it. SummerSlam's at the end of July. Let's say Liv does a little bit more of these subtle... Rhea mentions because come on those two together were fucking fantastic exactly I yeah I was, I was surprised that Rhea turned on her so when, all, when it originally happened so the, it just it just it was something that somebody said online and then I was watching the house shows and watching her do the pin last night and that was very Rhea-esque so she could be the fourth and final member, and then they would jump. Rhea would jump Rhonda, and the guys would come down. They would all stand outside the ring when she pins Rhonda at SummerSlam, and they would all be in the ring together at the end, and then they would just move those three over to SmackDown. That would shake up a lot of things because that would also put Finn and Damien in the line of sight of the Usos. Okay. And that would get Finn back because Finn has a lot of bad blood with the Usos. We need that to be finished. That storyline was never really finished because the whole mystery breaking of the ropes and all that bullshit. So this could be a perfect way to finish that wonky ass storyline. Have another tag team possibly going after the Usos for the tag titles in Finn and Damien, and it could also have Finn fucking with Roman. Okay, and I also just thought about another layer of this too and everything. They could actually do both shows because when Rhea's cleared, it's like her and Bianca got unfinished business. Exactly. Okay, 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 okay. 
Oh, imagine Judgment Day. Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Liv Morgan, and Rhea Ripley. All champions. Rhea, hang on. Rhea, your Raw Women's Champion. Liv, your SmackDown Women's Champion. And your WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions. Finn Balor and Damian. Oh! People, if you're listening, make this happen. At this point, make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> Jester's on to something, but you'll be, oh, 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 yes. Let's make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. Wow. Oh, man. I mean, I'm probably Oof. wrong, but come on. That's fucking gold right there. That is gold. That is fucking hey. gold. A lot, of, a lot of what we said say on this show is gold, and we've seen a lot of it come true. Yeah, somebody's listening to us. We just we just haven't figured out who yet. <laughs> Stephanie, we know you love to empower women. We know this is you. We know this isn't Vince or Triple H. It might be Triple H because Triple H is also about empowering women. Look at the four horsewomen. Come on. You want to do this. Because trust me, people miss Liv and Rhea together. And they, those two women could also go for the women's tie titles. Think about it. Also, Stephanie, people... I know you want an all women's opinion podcast in WWE. Iris. We wouldn't let you down. Oh man. Whew. Damn. Cool. We got some conspiracy theories going on here. Speaking of conspiracy okay. theories, the Usos. Yeah. Yes. What the <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, there's a rematch at SummerSlam coming. That was even though it had a wonky ending. Uh, that was the match of the night. Hands down. That was the fucking match of the night. It could have gone either way. Whew. Damn. But I didn't see it at first, but when they show, started showing the replays and like, yep, Montez did have his hand, uh, shoulder up. So, and I brought, you guys brought this up to me last night and I saw the replays and I watched that, the clips of that at match. So this is the perfect opportunity to actually either do a um, tag team Hell in a Cell or give us back a good old-fashioned TLC match at SummerSlam. Have, Have these two men, I mean these two teams, recreate one of the greatest tag team spectacles and hell, if you want to, and if they're willing, throw in the fucking New Day. The Usos versus the New Day versus the Street Profits in a TLC match. Akin to Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian. The staple of that tag time, you know, this would just be perfect. I'm sorry, this is perfect. Please do it. Okay, I'm I'm tweeting it out on the the podcast page right now to see get people's opinions about it, see what the see what they would think about this. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, Kayla, you actually watched the match, uh, though. Like, go ahead. I'm, I'm out of words. <laughs> that match. If I had to give a match of the night, um, I would say that was it. Um, I will say this: Usos and Street Profits both proved that they're two of the greatest tag teams today and that they'll do anything, go anything. Well, I know where Jolie's going with that with a little head nod, but I'm just saying, if you were to, you know, two of them, I mean, 
I wouldn't say greatest, but I'm just saying, you know, two of your favorite tag teams, no matter who, you can't really, you know, go against them because I was happy either way. You know, I wanted to smoke. Um, then, you know, the Usos, and I told mom when she came out, and I said, my predictions are going pretty good so far. I said, this one might bite me in the ass, but, you know, I'm hoping, hoping for the best that, you know, they come out on top, and then Usos end up retaining, but I noticed that Tez was really upset. Docs didn't know until after that because he was over the barricade, and they come in, and I was like, what's going on? And they kept pointing to the screen, and sure enough, they showed the replay that his shoulder was up, and a part of me, the longer they took the look at him, thinking, are they going to restart this match, you know, bring him back out, but they didn't. Um, but there's definitely a rematch in the works. This ain't over. Um, and then I think they're probably, what, go for the fifth time? And I think the smoke will be up where they, you know, the Usos will fall. Um, because now that you've screwed them over in that match, they're hungrier than they were before. So, yeah, um, that was, that was a, other than the ending, because technically it should have kept going. But the funny thing about watching wrestling with mom, we have this thing where, you know, how he goes one, two, and just barely, we call it a millifucking second. And there was so many, there was just so many of those moments last night that it was anybody's go. It was, you know, but, but I got to say, Usos, you're retained for now. But it's coming to an end shortly. I guarantee it. I wouldn't be surprised that it doesn't. So you're muted. I'm to mute it. I was trying to mute it, doing two things at once. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> no, but it's like that. Oh my God. That match was fantastic. Yeah, I swear it could have gone either way. It was like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth unbelievably insane yeah i just can't wait to see what happens with that because it's like first thing i said to my mind off the top of my head is like when rematch at SummerSlam, how we're gonna get it we'll have to find out oh wow all right if i have to say okay throughout the whole night especially like with the women's uh with the women's ladder match and everything it's like Kayla, give me a name of one person who you thought st- stood out and made a name for themselves last night. In the women's ladder match? Well, I mean the whole night, but I, I oh, the whole my night? choice my choice is from the women's ladder match, but honestly, mine is two. I'm going to and I'm going to jump back to Liv Morgan because it yeah, um, she she was on it she was everywhere she you know threw everything she could she you know did everything you know to show that she was supposed to be in that match she deserved it and you know she proved it and you know seeing her on that level seeing her height was just phenomenal um and it was just which speaking of money and the women's money Lacey, I loved your pants, girl, with the pink camo, by the way. I really love that outfit with the pink camo. Um, but it was just the, you know, 
the fact, you know, even at the start when she came out, she had the hype. She, you know, she wasn't going to give up. And I know she wouldn't give up. And so, and then, you know, as far as in the match, it stood out, but you said one person that stood out the most with her mental breakdown at the end, just screaming and collaring was probably Becky Lynch. She's probably the second person that stood out the whole night because she was already breaking down anyway. And then this happened. So um, probably before, after that, she was probably in the back room, probably going off on Seth because she lost. And Seth's probably like, I got to do my match. I got to do mine. Um, But no, if I had to pick someone that stood out, someone that broke out, you know, all night in the money, in the bank would definitely be her. Cause like we stated, as, you know, when we start talking about earlier, she's pushed to the top. She's shown that she deserves where she needs to be and very well deserved and couldn't be more happier for her. No, definitely. It's like, she finally had her moment last night and everything, but the person I'm going to go with to like show that she, she, she's like earning her stripes and really does belong up in the scene. Raquel Rodriguez, she impressed the shit out of me last night in the match. And it's like, she was definitely, oh, you're rolling your eye at me. <laughs> you're rolling your eye at me. No, no, no. Cause it's like during the match, it's like, she was definitely like in it for like the longest time and really showed that it's like she doesn't belong up there with the big girls. It's like, but it's just like, yeah, I knew she wasn't going to win the match, but it's like, she kind of, yeah, it's like she kind of impressed me. And I'm not just saying that because she's from Texas. She was just, oh, it's just like, yeah, it's like she needs a little bit more time. And what the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> this picture. Sorry, people that can't see it, but from. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude. I'm sorry. That was supposed to be oh, page. Y'all, ah. if you know what I was laughing about, um, it is on Natty's Instagram, Nat by Nature. It's the pictures of her and Rhonda from her match. The picture of her, it's just epic. I think when Rhonda grabbed her hand, so go check it out. It's, it's funny. I'm sorry. I couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Jolie, from all the highlights that you saw and everything like that, do you have anybody in mind? Well, you're super Raquel, but I'm going to actually have a negative. Uh, Shotzi, baby girl, I love you. Please stop. Stop. You almost hurt Alexa. You almost yes. broke your fucking neck. Um. I, I think you're a fantastic in-ring person, but you were botched city last night, sweetie. She was the one that disappointed me the most uh, out of the women's match. I mean, and I think it sucks that the men got eight and when the women didn't. I will put that out there. That's um, true. But, yeah, no. Raquel, I think, definitely stepped up her game. She definitely shows that she proves to be uh, in a title picture eventually, just not right now. Right. Um, the Becky breakdown, again, this is, we said that this was going to be a long-term storyline. And, you know, you have her and Bailey going at it at Twitter, and now 
Bailey posting a video yesterday or this morning with her at the Performance Center grabbing her boots. So you got that. You have Alexa, who definitely deserves everything. She she was fantastic in the match. I mean, Shotzi wasn't complete botch, but she had so many botches. But she still did a good job. But I wanted her just to be a little bit more safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but those women definitely put their whole fucking bodies on the line. Um, let's see. Yeah, no, I mean, that that's just, a, I mean, all the men, they're all used to this. I think one of my favorite funniest moments was Drew and Seamus just clubbing the fuck out of Theory. Oh, I wish they would have kept going with that and just took them out of the damn match altogether. <laughs> but, you know, the one thing I did like about the men's ladder match more so than the women's ladder match is that it did extend storylines. That's true. You have now, like, you know, now you're going to have Drew going after Butch and Seamus and all them. Yeah. You're going to have Seth and Riddle now, I feel. You're going to have Sammy kissing ass of the Usos and Roman. And then you've got what happened at the end end. Yeah, why they didn't show that on TV is beyond me. Because I think it was better for the digital. Um, and it made people be like, wait, what happened? Made It gets them views. No, it does. It's a smart play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are going to look it up online. And the fact that Pat was playing it up at the UFC event with the neck brace, absolutely fucking loved it. Um, I love that guy. <laughs> but, you know, Pat took that. Like a champ. I, I bet he asked Becky for pointers since she also ate the deep six or whatever that in, move. In the days. In the days. days. Yeah. So he, he probably got pointers from her. So, yeah, no, I, like I said, the show, eight out of 10, a very fun pay per view. Um, according to Rhonda, about 20 minutes ago, uh, at. You only live once. You deserve it. Natty by nature. You're still a bitch. <laughs> On Instagram. So. Uh, so. Kind of like that they're keeping that feud. I kind of like the fact that Shayna did stay out of it. But I kind of want now to see Shayna and Natty fracture. And then have the Shayna Ronda powerhouse duo. And have them run rough shot. Because then if they run rough shot, then you, like I said, if this all goes back to Judgment Day, if Rhea and Liv get the, back together, part of Judgment Day, you're going to have that fucking full. Mm, give me it, give me it, give me it, give me it. Because who has Shayna's number when it comes to wrestling? That is fucking Rhea Ripley. So I would love to see that feud renewed. I mean, yes, we do deserve to see Rhea versus Bianca, but I don't see Bianca losing that title anytime soon. I could see her holding it for a year. I could see her holding it till next WrestleMania. Um, But overall, great pay-per-view. I love the respect that Ronda gave Liv. Um, Yeah, so looking forward to seeing what SummerSlam brings, to be perfectly honest. I will most likely have to tell my manager I need to work that morning. Because that's actually one I want to watch live. 
Okay, so let's wrap this up. Do you okay? So Kayla, do you have any early SummerSlam predictions for matches that have not been announced yet? Because there's only been two that have been announced. What two? I know Roman and Brock. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. Okay, so that has been confirmed. Okay. Yes, it has been. Confirmed. It was confirmed last night after Money in the Bank went off the la- um went off air because Corbin came out and attacked him. So it okay. was confirmed and accepted. Okay. All right, so Kayla, any early predictions for matches? Golly. Uh, if not beforehand, um, Street Profits before, uh, versus the Usos, definitely. Um, let's see. I think, give me a minute. I'm trying to sit here and run my head, you know, trying to run through my head what the thing would be. Obviously, with Usos or Street Profits, we'll probably go towards SummerSlam, build it up more. Um, don't rush me. I already have mine. Okay, go ahead, Jester. <laughs> All right. So, I think that we're going to get a singles match between Beth, uh, Seth Rollins and Riddle. We are going to see possibly either Becky Lynch versus Bailey, Asuka, or the other rumor that I've been hearing is Trish Stratus. Ooh, okay. And then if that happens, then it could be Bailey versus Lita because she's been pushing for that as well. So there's that. You're going to have a rematch between Carmella and Bianca because Carmella did attack Bianca after the match. Oh, excuse me. I got to puke on that one. I know. Uh, but if we I... get that match again, can we please have Corey escorted out of the building during that match? Because his fucking comments and his drooling last night, I promise you I wanted to sew his mouth shut and stick it up his ass. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why I am a lesbian. Moving on. But I do feel that if they do have this match, they might incorporate a Rhea Ripley saying that she never got her shots. It's going to be a triple threat match where I do still think that Bianca will retain and she's going to pin Carmella again, leaving both Rhea and Bianca strong. And this will be ending the Carmella feud. I also do think that we will see the return. The return of Sasha and Naomi. I feel that they're going to come back, reclaim their tag titles that are just sitting there gathering dust, and go on a tear. God, I hope so. I really hope so. Uh, For the men, I could see Drew versus Sheamus or Drew versus Butch. Also, could do Street Profits. That's a given. That match is a given. I could also see maybe Bobby Lashley versus Almost again because Almost wants a title. He's almost a bitch. <laughs> leave MVP behind. Thank you. Um, yeah, it can happen. Or we could see Cedric and uh, Bobby going at it. You know? That'd be interesting. Get him back in the title hunt. Honestly, um, we're going to get the Miz and Logan Paul. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that <laughs> fucking match. Uh, so Logan, Logan, sweetheart, you're going against probably one of the biggest and best heels, veterans, and speakers in the WWE. Just lay down and take it like a bitch that you are. Moving on, I, I would love to see a um, a ladder match for the the running of the company. Stephanie McMahon versus Vince, and Triple H just pedigrees his ass. She goes up, grabs the holy grail of WWE, and he gets escorted on handcuffs, and we never have to see Vince McMahon ever again. 
Let's see. Uh, honestly, I would love for them to put on one NXT match at SummerSlam. But I would love it to be Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes. Not for a title, just for a fucking match. Because I want to see those two go at it. That has those two are the two biggest purest athletes in that company right now in NXT. So like I would love to see those two go one on one. Honestly, but I do feel that Braun is gonna be able to come up, but I feel that they should start calling him by Rex. I think he really needs to go by Steiner. Rex Steiner. Yeah. He needs to go back to his original name. So that's pretty much it. And I'm thinking uh oh, instead of making it a uh, you know how I was talking about making a triple threat, tables, ladders, and chair matches? You know, I'm going through Instagram, and I see one tag team that we excluded. And it's one tag team that loves violence and loves going to war. It, it just the, got back, though. Put in the Viking Raiders. They, But they were also, they never got their title match. Remember, they got jumped. They're still technically oh. owed a match. Oh, fuck. I forgot about all that. What did hmm. Pat McAfee call them? The Vicious something? <laughs> Viking Raiders? I don't even remember They're what. They're doofus. <laughs> so oh, there you go. Man. That's my SummerSlam card. Alright. Kayla? No. Jolie booked it. I have no, no, no come second. on! No, no, no. This is why... I, okay, I love you to death. I love you to death. This is why I wanted you to go first. Because anytime <laughs> Jolie goes first, you usually fucking agree with her. You do the same fucking thing, Kat. But no, I will say this. She does have logic, logical points on that. That um, Definitely, I can see it. Obviously, we probably will get the Seth and Riddle match. Um, we already know we're getting the Miz and Logan Paul. Ugh. Um, but you know, there's got to be some kind of epic return at SummerSlam. Bailey. Or Charlotte. Or Charlotte. Somebody is going to make that epic return at SummerSlam. Because last year we got Becky Lynch. So, um, hell, at this point. Maybe you know, we'll actually get Elias. <laughs> or Ezekiel. Or Elrod. Or somebody. Or Ernest. Or, or Elton whatever. John. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, somebody. I don't know at this point. Poor Kevin. I don't even think Kevin knows who the hell he wrestles in that ring when it comes to those people anymore. Um, but, no. I mean, she has logic points on that. Like I said. Plus, I've been booking this card now for a little while. I When it comes to the, when it comes to the main four, I always think who I like. So, SummerSlam, I take the past couple pay-per-views. I think, all right, well, what matches are going to make a top four or top be a part of the top four main pay-per-views that's going to draw eyes and draw that. And I do think that we could get live and maybe Rhonda again, but we'll have to wait and see. It could be live and Charlotte because those two still technically have beef from back when live called Charlotte out a couple years ago. So, so there's still that, like there's so much that goes on in my head. Uh, and like, even though I don't watch it constantly, I still definitely tune on the pay-per-views. So it's like, you know, what's what's marquee matches? I've seen Trish Stratus go towards Becky a little bit. And I've seen Bailey go towards Lita a little bit these past couple months. It's like, you know, that's a great, you know, 
feel good match. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would prefer if this were to happen, I would prefer Bailey versus Lita. Okay. And then I would maybe save like a Trish versus Becky for Rumble or WrestleMania. Just to keep her out of the title picture for a little bit longer. Now, Riddle and Seth surprised me. Like that one really surprised me. But those two have been going and competing very well together in rings. So like that means they definitely worked out their shit. Uh, So like that's a marquee match. If he can't have Cody right now. That's mm-hmm. definitely a match to look into, especially with um, we don't know the extent of Randy's injury. And then, you know, with with the possibility of Edge returning, he's going to be focused on Judgment Day going after them since he's now going to be the main face of WWE. Right. So there, there's just I constantly think like, all right, well, this is SummerSlam. How do you book it? OK, well, once once SummerSlam and Survivor Series come I'm already going to be booking Royal Rumble. Right? Who do I want to win the men's? Who do I want to win the women's? What champions do I want to do this? What? And then after Rumble, that's the easiest fucking... Booking WrestleMania is the easiest after Rumble. That's because... true. That's very true. But like when you do SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and Rumble, it's just... I, I, I can't wait for Survivor Series. Survivor Series is one of my favorite pay-per-views. I meant I just... to ask you... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. I meant to ask you, are you still going to try to go? Uh, to Survivor? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try, but uh, right now I have uh, a toss-up between going to a convention uh, or going to this. I might do the convention because, one, it's cheaper. Two, I've been there before in, in Ohio. And three, there's people there that I want to see and – if I'm going to do anything, I'm saving up for WrestleMania when it comes back to the East Coast. Okay. Or Royal Rumble if it comes back to Philly, you fuckers. Stop giving us shitty pay-per-views. Not not saying Extreme Rules is a shitty pay-per-view, but come on. Royal Rumble in Philly is always fucking special. Just saying. Also, you know, WWE, there's a lot of history happening in 2026 in Philadelphia. Legitimately, a lot of fucking history. We have the All-Star, MLB All-Star game in Philadelphia in 2026. We have World Cup in 2026. Why don't you give us fucking SummerSlam in 2026, you cowards? <laughs> I would love to see you be on that promotion promotion committee. Oh, I've been, trust me, I've been talking to them. Oh, oh I've really? Been, I've been talking to the higher-ups. Oh, God, yeah. But I, I I think, you know, we're just going to be able to take awesome care. I think we can do it. I think Philly would be able to show out at the Lincoln Financial Field for SummerSlam. Oh, Kayla. I, you know, they saw they showed that list last night of uh, events coming out for the rest of the year and everything. I saw, I saw Charlotte on the list. For what? Uh, that there was an event. I forgot what day it was on. But there's like a, I don't know if it's like a weekly show or a live event or something. Oh, it's a, uh, it might be raw. Okay. But I saw like October. I, I remember seeing October twenty fourth, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, we saw that last night on the list or whatever, and I for October twenty fourth. We'll have to look at it because I know yeah. we wanted to go to SmackDown on August. Hang on, 
August 5th, which is that Friday when I'm on vacation, but guess what? We're in West Virginia when they're in Greenville. I'm like, ah. That sucks. Said if it was Monday Night Raw, we could have made it. But um, Wednesday, I think, since we got to go towards West Virginia on Thursday anyway, Mom is mom is wanting to go to AEW Dynamite in Columbus, Ohio. So okay, that that at least give us a wrestling event. Forgot Galaxy Con the weekend before, hit the AEW and then finish out in West Virginia. So okay, now I'm gonna be in Boston already today that week that weekend of Survivor Series because that's when we're making our annual trip. As far as us going to Survivor Series, I don't know yet. So but we'll see. I'm gonna be already be in Boston. Might as well, but we'll see how we'll see we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, four weeks till SummerSlam! God, I can't wait. I swear, I'm telling y'all right now. If Sasha ends up returning at SummerSlam, I'm gonna be on the show the next day with no voice. I'm gonna be losing my shit. <sighs> and on that note, all right, Kayla, any final thoughts? Only four weeks till I meet Chris Statlander, and I'm excited. Never been more excited in my life to get the chance to meet her. So, <laughs> you thought I was you thought I was excited when it came to Killer Cross and Scarlet. This is a moment that I get to meet three that I've been wanting to meet in the same year within the past couple months together. It's amazing. Um, and I have down a list that I want to meet Ruby Soho and you know Sergeant Slaughter since she he got added to the thing and then you know Kaylin King one of my favorite indies wrestlers so pretty excited so Kat has adventures four weeks coming up I have one too so <laughs> and all I have is the weekend on July 14th working that concert and then I have to work Eagles and preseason and, and uh, camp and then I've got Ramsan at the end of August fuck me Trust me, I am not looking forward to that. I've seen videos of that concert. Holy fuck. Wait, what concert is it? Rammstein. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a giant fucking festival. And I was watching videos where they shoot rockets throughout the stadium. I'm like, I'm in the upper deck. Fuck no. Like, <laughs> can I get moved for one day? <laughs> Listeners, subscribers, friends, Pray family. For me. Please pray for our jester, please. <laughs> I'm going to be having more flashbacks. <laughs> oh, uh, si- quick, si- uh, quick side note. I'm finishing up an article about this and everything, but uh, our, fav- our favorite couple is returning to Houston in August for Russell Rave's one-year anniversary. They are bringing the belt back. But they're putting it on the line against. They are putting it on the line against Aaron Mercer in a two-on-one handicap death match. Yes, I know. I've already talked to Casey about this and and the Russell Rave, and I said if Casey pins, she's the champion, right? <laughs> I'm just making sure that she gets the pin, Brandon. We already know she's a champ. Just make sure it's official this time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I said she, not he. Sorry, Brandon. We all know who the who the. Yeah, we know. Who wears the pants in the family? Yep. The relationship. <laughs> and on that note, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>